0: They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello, and welcome back to the Staying Healthy radio show. I'm so glad that you get a chance to tune in every morning. And, of course, if you can't listen to live, you can always go to StayHealthyLasVegas.com and listen to one of the downloads. It does make it easier to be able to have a flexibility and it does make it better when people have the availability of being able to listen to the shows and get the information on their time so I am always grateful to the station for being able to podcast because that allows us to make it accessible to everybody. This is the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, bringing you the relevant topics for today's world. In a world of very much confusion around us every single day, ever-changing, if you will, and considering we're all works in progress, being able to update information, bring to you new formulations, better ways to be able to get things going and working for our body, and... I think we need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to be as healthy as possible. I get confused sometimes um, because I think sometimes we, we spend a lot more time uh, focusing on the things that we really need to focus on. Um, but I think sometimes what we have to do is remember that things are changing. Things are always changing. And one of the best things about it is we need to make sure that we are doing everything we possibly can to be as healthy and be as aware of all the things that are available and also living, listening to our body. And it's been hard because we have not been a group of people that prioritized. But it seems like we're getting better. More and more I get questions all from all over the country, people saying, you know, I'm getting started, I'm finally digging in, I'm finally making changes. And what we try to do here Monday through Friday is bringing these amazing guests with all of their information, all of their knowledge so that they can help us be as healthy and aware and up to date on what's going on and also bring their spin to it. And then you get to take all that information and compile it together and make it work for you. So tune in Monday through Friday, eight to nine in the morning for the most incredible guests in the industry, as well as the relevant topics for today's world. And then I'll send you to stay healthy health food store. Stay healthy is your one stop full service location for everything health and nutrition. Make sure that you are patronizing this incredible store. Not only do you get to work with people that have experience and longevity and great knowledge and information and education who are extremely passionate, but you get to shop in a fully fully packed full service store with only the best of the best in every single category. Makes a difference, really does. Allows us to, you know, really look at things a little differently when we're working with the best of the best. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They've been doing it a long time. And because of that, they've created trust, they've created a very loyal following who bring all their friends and family to Stay Healthy because they know that they'll get the answers they need. The products they are suggested to use and also great prices every day. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's. You can visit them during the week Monday through Friday 9 to 6 Saturdays 9 to 6 and closed on Sunday. Now don't forget about their webpage StayHealthyLasVegas.com. It's a great resource. You can go there to listen to the podcast of the radio show, you can print coupons to use on your next visit, and you can enter your email address to stay connected to the store and get one of their wonderful newsletters every single month. And remember, if you need to mail order, or you need to mail order to someone, or you need to have your order ready so you can just run in and pick it up and be on your way on those busy, busy days and weeks, call them at 877-2494, 877-2494. Well, today we're gonna be talking about the gut, probably one of my favorite topics. Because the way I look at it, if your gut's not working and you're compromised in your digestive system, all the good things that you wanna do and all the results that you're trying to achieve, chances are you're not gonna get them. So we need to start it. I call the gut the nucleus of the body. And nobody better to talk about the gut than my friend Paul Davison. Now, let me give you a little history And I think you're going to find this to be an awesome show. Paul believes that Vibrant Health is a choice available to all of us. For well over 15 years, Paul has been a fierce advocate of organic and non-GMO foods and supplements, herbal healing, healthy living, and socially responsible business practices. Currently, Paul serves as Executive Vice President at Enzymedica, overseeing domestic and international sales as well as Enzymedica's professional line, Enzyme Science. Prior to joining Enzymedica, Paul served in a various amount of leadership roles, including Vice President of Sales at New Chapter and Vice President of Sales with Plant Fusion. Now, if you've been listening to me for a long time, you probably heard me talking with him then on those lines as well. He's a West Point graduate. A former Army paratrooper, Paul has undergone both Army Master Fitness and Yoga Teacher Training and has regularly appeared on radio and television programs, as well as live speaking engagements from coast to coast to discuss wellness, natural living, and conscious business. Help me welcome my guest. Hello there, sir. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. You sound great. I'm sorry our paths didn't cross at Expo. I know. It was crazy. It was really busy, wasn't it? We did, yeah. We saw each other from afar,
1: and then uh, you you came by my my place when I was gone. I came by your place when you were gone. So
0: so here we are
1: on, on the show again. That's, that's how we've maintained our friendship. I was about to say the gut must be your favorite conversation because our uh, topic because every time I talk to you, we're talking about the gut. It's got to be
0: your favorite cup co- well, I mean, conversation. But you know, yeah. I I think it's very true. You know, because doesn't it just make sense? You know, we have so many people that try to get healthy, but they fail to address some of the most important part of the process is, is my digestive system working? Is my gut working? You know, and if it's not, why am I not getting results? Well, kind of proof is in the pudding.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where it all begins. We say that a lot here at and, and probably elsewhere, you know, other companies and, and other companies' products who are focused on the gut. I mean, I think there's an understanding that this is where it all begins. And, you know, we, we often uh, refer back to a quote from Hippocrates who, you know, many, many years ago, thousands of years ago said that all disease begins in the gut. And, um you know that that really tells the story right there. That if the disease begins there, that's where that's where the healing needs to be focused as well, and, and that's where the attention needs to be. And to understand that, you know, if that area of the body is um, out of balance, uh, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to feel effects in other systems of the body as well, just because of what we know um, of the gut as being the central hub to to all the systems of the body. So. Um, so you're right. I mean, the, the gut is really important. Uh, you know, it's interesting because it, 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 um, it's it's this part of our life from a health perspective, from a medical perspective. That that's of course really important. But then you know, the gut is just associated also just with with eating, right? I mean, that's a that's like an activity that we engage in every day. We have social arrangements surrounding our eating. We have and holidays and all these things connected to eating. So eating is so much a part of our culture. The gut is so much a part of our health. So um, it makes perfect sense to to want to pursue uh,
0: a, a life of, of health and balance in these areas. Let me ask you a question. This is a question that came in after the last time we were together. And, okay. and I think it's kind of uh, apropos to what we're talking about today. She says, you know, Jeff, my family traditionally has stomach and gastric problems. And I'm in my 50s, Uh, I've been vegetarian for a long time, doing all the right things, and out of the blue, I started having some digestive problems. My question comes in, is it genetic? And my other question is, could it be my maximum amount of stress overload that I have now, and would enzymes be something that I could supplement even though I'm eating a good vegetarian diet? I think this is a great yeah. question.
1: No, it is a great question. It's kind of the key question that we get a lot, you know. And and so if I recall, the question was, is it genetic? And then it said, mm-hmm. well, the second question was, or is it, what was the second one that she the said? The second
0: part has to do with, could it be stress? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah she's, okay.
0: she's under a maximum amount of stress. Right, 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 yeah. So
1: so can it be genetic? Yes, for sure. I mean, we talk about this a lot here at Medica that, You know, especially when we're talking about if the the issue that you're talking about is related to an enzyme deficiency, uh, then absolutely it can be genetic. And and we talk about three main risk factors to enzyme deficiencies, which is um, genetic is is the big one Um, lifestyle, which that's where the stress can fall under. And then aging, which is inevitable. Right. So basically when you look at those three factors whether it's genetics whether it's whether it's lifestyle or whether it's aging eventually one of those if not all three are going to kick in right so so it, it certainly can be genetic absolutely um and stress is um a hugely um, formative um, factor in in you know digestive discomfort and other other health issues and in fact you know, one of the areas that, you know, we're going to be talking about the gut a lot today, and when you think about stress, I mean, just to put this in perspective, uh, you know, a, a common uh, physical malady of stress that shows up in the body is an ulcer, um, and which is a direct, can be, can be a direct result of stress. It can also be a direct result of um, acid indigestion as well, um, but You know, the interesting thing is that there's an aspect of kind of a a vicious cycle of it all, because, you know, if you have digestive problems that are caused by stress, the digestive problems themselves create more stress. Um, I I have a family member who has a really, really, really bad case of IBS. I mean, very, very uh, severe case of IBS and, and the fact that that condition restricts her from effectively leaving the house for more than a few hours Um, think about the kind of stress that that can cause so it's, it's interesting because the genetics might be causing the condition which is then causing stress which is then exacerbating the condition which is then causing more stress and it just kind of goes and goes and goes and so at a certain point you know you say like okay what can I do now you know, and, and part of it, the first thing, of course, is just that knowledge and just that that understanding that, you know, this is this is an issue. You know, one in ten Americans have an ulcer at some point. Um, we talk about the general statistic is about one third of all Americans experience heartburn at some point. About a quarter of all Americans have some kind of digestive dis- disorder going on at any given time. Um, So there's a lot of us out there that are suffering. So even just knowing that you're not alone and that there are solutions available, even if maybe you haven't tried them yet, but just knowing that they're there, knowing that they might exist, can help cause a little bit of relief. And um, that I think getting to the root of the digestive issue can be challenging. It it, it can be, you know, you have to have some sense of courage to do it and a a sense of discipline because sometimes getting to the root of a digestive disorder can mean elimination diet. It can mean, which means basically starting to eliminate things to be able to determine what, what actually is the culprit that's causing your digestive discomfort. Um, So, you know, it can take time, Um, but there is help available there. You know, other people have tread the path for you in the sense that, you know, if if the you know, today we're going to be talking about indigestion quite a bit. And, and, you know, if if you get the sense that, you know, the, the issues that you're experiencing are a result of indigestion, are a result of heartburn, are a result of GI actual damage, structural damage to the GI tract. Um, you know, you, when you think about heartburn, uh, you know, we talked. I think we talked about heartburn a couple shows ago, um, and we're not. That, that's not the topic of this show. But when you think about when that condition is, is going on, um, there the, the the acid itself fills outside of you know into the esophagus from from the uh, because of the the uh, out of the stomach, and that. Acid, you know, basically, just think about it, splashing onto the cells that line the GI tract. Um, As we all know, acid is very corrosive, and pretty significant damage can be caused to those cells um, along the GI tract. And and that is the area that I I wanted to really focus a lot of our attention on today, is how can I relieve, repair, restore those damaged GI tract cells that have been damaged maybe through heartburn, maybe through other forms of indigestion, and so that we can help to get the body back into a state of balance. And and hopefully on this show too, Jeff, we can talk a little bit about combining some products together so that somebody can, because um, this this one that we're going to get in today is a great product to combine with others. And, and sometimes it's not just one product, one botanical, one solution that's going to get you there. Um, especially if it's it's a lifetime worth of uh, issues that we're trying to deal with.
0: Okay, one more question just came in, and I think it'll probably set us up a little bit more for this and maybe bring in a lot more people to the fold. Um, Okay. She said, said, I'm glad you're discussing this today. I've been having a lot of trouble with my digestion for years now. My doctor took me off the purple pill that I've been on for way too long, and now it's even a bigger disaster than it was before. So my question is, have I missed the boat is it too late for me to start doing something along the natural means, or am I stuck with this mess now?
1: Great question. No. Yeah. It's not too late. It's not too late, but getting off the purple pill is no joke. And mm-hmm. and just like any other drug, when you want to think about it. Um, and, and so I, I'm assuming that this question after, you know, worked with the doctor and they had a plan. Surrounding how they're going to get off this drug, and how are they going to do it in a way that makes sense? And the fact will remain: even if you do it in a thoughtful way, um, there is going to be some some damage. There's going to be some healing that's required because the you know the the drugs uh, you know whether you're talking about an H two blocker or a proton pump inhibitor, um, the PPIs are the most prevalent one nowadays. And, and what those do is it's a drug that effectively turns off that uh, proton pump that's creating the the acid. And and the body just, you know, is constantly trying to seek uh, homeostasis balance. And so if if a drug will turn off a certain function, the body just decides to just turn that right back on. And um, so then it becomes this, again, that, that vicious cycle of the drug Having a certain effect, the body trying to respond to that, you know, that push and pull. And then now when the drugs are gone, uh, the body's probably going to be overreacting for some period of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, provided that person who asked the question is, is working with the doctor, working with some kind of healthcare practitioner along the way, uh, we don't want to, you know, have, especially if coming off a drug like that, you, you don't want to just go rogue and do your own thing. You need to work with a healthcare practitioner to create a protocol that's gonna help you to transition. But the good news is, is, and I think any, any uh, naturopathic doctor, um, any MD with an understanding of um, natural medicine and natural healing would agree that absolutely it's not too late, it's never too late, never too late to make a change. Uh, doesn't mean it's gonna be fun, it doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, but it's never too late.
0: Okay. No, that's perfect, thank you. Because I think there's a lot of people that fit into a lot of these questions that come in and not everybody wants to take the time to write them down or to text me or whatever. But so I'm I'm always grateful for the people that do because I know it's not just them thinking this stuff. Everybody's kind of thinking it. So I talked to Marge yesterday and she said your new DGL gummies were in. And before we go any further, let me ask you this. Did you ever in your world, in your life, in your heart, Ever think that you would be talking about gummies on my radio show? I mean, I no, swear to God, I never in my life thought we would talk about gummies.
1: No, not not at all. And in fact, I mean, this is just not related to our show right now. But I'll just tell you, I mean, because we have this personal relationship, and I think your listeners have been listening to us gap for years. I mean, I <laughs> I was when I was at New Chapter, I was offered a, a job at a, one of the big big gummy companies right now, huge, but they were not big at the time, and I, I. It down. I was like, that's ridiculous, I'm not doing that, that's, that's a candy category. I used to joke that the whole thing was <laughs> a candy category. And now that company, <laughs> it turns out, probably does about five times the sales that New Chapter ever did. But, uh, but you know, I stepped to my guns. Uh, but yeah, no, but now, now, but the thing about DGL, you know, and, and we'll say this now, because it's important, is, yeah, you're right, it is a little funny, it is a little crazy. And people like us have been around for a while. We never would have thought we'd be talking about gummies, um, and it's interesting. I was in the mass market a few days ago, and uh, you know, you look down the, the like if you go to a Target and you look on the supplement aisle. I mean, it's like, I mean, CVS, Target, the mainstream places, and and definitely the, the natural places. I mean, but some of the mainstream places, you're talking, I, I think you're talking like 90% by uh, gummies at this point. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. But with BGL the thing that's really important to understand is that DGL, and we're going to get into what it is, but I'll just cut the case real quick on this piece because, because you, you brought it up, um, is that the, uh, DGL right now, outside of the Medica product that we're about to talk about is available in capsules and chewables. And the chewables take the form of these, um, these wafers that you, that you see, we, we use, we make some products that have these sort of chewable wafers and, and, um, that the reason why DGL lends itself to this format, because why, you know, why don't companies just put it? There are capsules. They don't sell very well at all. Uh, the consumers don't really care for them. And there's a good reason, and it's probably a good thing they're not buying them um, to the same degree that they're buying the, 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 the chewable wafers is because the um, DGL is most effective when it actually begins to mal- mix with saliva in the mouth you know because the mouth is really the beginning of the digestive tract um so the saliva tends to sort of activate the dgl uh, making capsules an inefficient delivery format so from that perspective the same thought does apply to a gummy format where some kind of chewable format is the best way uh, to deliver DGL, whether it's a gummy or whether it's a chewable wafer. Um, so that's just one thing we want to say up front with this particular product. You pretty much have to chew it. If you want to get the benefits, you do have to chew it. Um, therefore, companies that make them tend to flavor them. Um, we have sampled every single one that's on the market. We don't like them. <laughs> and taste—that that is not, not what they do, not their quality. I'm not talking about the quality. But there's just a lot of DGL tablets out there that we believe don't taste very good and in fact we spent a lot of time three years of R&D to develop this product and we spent a lot of time actually uh, filtering through uh, customer feedback that's available on all the different platforms that you can see reviews and different things and all the things that people were saying was basically we like pull that information into AI and we were able to see what were the most common Negative complaints about the DGLs that are on the market right now, and and the biggest ones taste the biggest ones the biggest ones the chalkiness the the flavoring just doesn't quite work very well. Um, it, it's that the manufacturers tend to do like a chocolate flavor because of we all know how licorice tastes, and so the chocolate tends to cover that taste the best because not everybody likes black licorice, um, and it just winds up with. Um, uh, you know, a segment of the market that's a pretty important segment of the market that we think is being just woefully underserved uh, to the consumer. So this is a product that was really designed with the consumer in mind. Like, what if we took all the goodness of DGL and put it into a delivery that is, hands down, the best tasting delivery you will ever try of a DGL? I, I mean, I, I I just absolutely adore this product from a taste perspective um, and, and the texture. Just perfect on these gummies. I mean, it, it's a really well-engineered uh, product uh, from that perspective. I and mean, we'll get into like why DGL and all the all that stuff. But you know, you brought the gummy piece. I think it's important. This isn't a trivial. This isn't a candy. This isn't a a light version of some kind of a a more involved formula that you can buy in a capsule elsewhere. I mean, this is pretty much how you take DGL.
0: Now. And, and you hit on a really good point which is really important is as much as i hate to admit it we yeah. are a group of people in this country and probably around the world that make our decisions about things by the way it tastes on our tongue yeah um, I, i'm old i come from a time when my grandmother used to say if it tastes good it's not going to work <laughs> you know so that was the mentality so i grew up with that so now over the years you know, now that I have things that taste a lot better, I think to myself, "Wow, this still works and it tastes good." But a lot of people turn things down that are good for them because they don't taste good. So our industry has learned how to make things taste better because we have to satisfy the palate. And if we get by the yeah. palate, chances are the person will get the benefit and then they'll do it just because it works. So I'm glad that you well, said that, that this it, is something that tastes good. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and it, so it becomes because you know, and this might be a little a wonky discussion for your listeners, but, you know, when when you're a formulator and when you're a company like ours, you know, taste isn't just about making something yummy and, you know, people like it, great, they talk about it, they share it, okay, you, yeah, you want all that, but we talk a lot about compliance. And compliance is, is the analysis of when you look at a user's habits on a particular product. So we're talking about a a nutritional supplement what's the compliance like how many times do people actually take the product according to the directions on the package on a daily basis that that ends up as a percentage that's your compliance and and what you find is that um, there's a lot of products especially the more capsules that people are forced to take you know and people that like myself I probably take Literally, you know, it varies day to day, but let's say a minimum of 12 different supplements on a daily basis and sometimes more than that. You know, so I'm talking like 25 capsules, <laughs> you know, that I'm mm-hmm. I'm like taking down in the morning. And I'm weird. And, and, you know, I'm the exception. And a lot of people don't want to do that. So when you make something that's yummy, what's really cool is compliance goes up. And the, the thing about that is that that's actually a really good thing with this particular product, and we'll talk about how much of it you can take and what's the maximum dose and things of that nature. You don't want to take too much of it necessarily, but it, it will improve your compliance. You will, you will probably not want to miss taking your DGL dose on a daily basis because of the experience is so good, and that's actually going to help your gut to heal better. Um, so there, there is a, there's a, a win-win all around with that.
0: So who's the target audience for the DGL? Yeah. They call it DGL Stomach Soothe Gummies. They're chocolate. They're wonderful. Uh, who's the target mm-hmm. audience? And how do you know when you're at Stay Healthy and you walk in and you're like, I need to try those DGL? He's talking about me. Like how do you know that you should, you
1: should try it? Or how do you know? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the the, the customer, the, the target customer, let's, let's talk about a person who... Um, you know, suffer some occasional heartburn. Okay. And this isn't necessarily a direct heartburn remedy. It can be a fantastic part of a protocol. Um, and we can get more into some heartburn protocols, hopefully in the end when we have some time. But what I I was trying to refer to earlier is that a lot of the damage that heartburn causes creates this kind of collateral damage on the lining of the digest, of the intestinal tract that, um, that can create weakness. And the the digestive tract is uh, well. Oh, yeah. Let me talk about the people first, and then I'll get into some of this. Because sometimes I get bogged down on details and I forget to answer the big question. Okay, <laughs> so so the first so the first thing is number one, the people who have been suffering from heartburn, they've got you know a weakened GI you know, because they've been producing too much acid. The acid's been spilling out of the, of the stomach, um, and they need to address that. And it's maybe they've had that heartburn for years. You're talking about years of damage to the GI tract. That's going to take some time to heal. Okay. Um, so that's number one. Number two would be a person who there's a general GI discomfort that um, it's kind of this, we, we call it like a, um, it's a, uh, it's a, it's uh, a, Like I just said, general—it's a general GI discomfort that's associated with nausea and gas and and things of that nature. So, is it heartburn related? Not necessarily. It's just this general sense of discomfort in the gut, and what—it's hard to know exactly what that feels like. But because what I'm talking about is because the the main issue is that the cells in the digestive tract have become compromised, have become damaged, have become weakened, right? So that you'll just have this feeling of weakness. In your stomach, in your GI tract—not your stomach, but in your gut. Okay, so that—if um, the person is, you know, so the the third category, and these are probably all, you know, there's there's overlap in these categories, but a person who just wants to rebuild their GI tract for any reason whatsoever, hmm. um, or a person who's already taking DPL—that's probably the biggest customer. I mean, maybe the biggest customer because. The person who's already taking DTL, they like the effect, they understand why they're taking it, but they don't really like how it tastes. They don't like the texture, its bitter bitter profile, its its chalky uh, texture, um, and they want to try something different. And that's who this product is for. Um, So... I, I, but I do want to get into, you know, a little bit of, because I think I've been talking in kind of sweeping general terms about damage to the GI tract, and I wanted to try to describe that a little bit better, if, if that's okay, Jeff. Mm-hmm, please. Yeah, yeah, so so when you're talking about, so you've heard me talk about, you know, the, um, you know, the damage that can be, and it's not just heartburn. I mean, there's different kinds of foods, different kinds of, diet different things over over the course of of a person's lifetime that can create damage just like if you you know just thinking you live in your house and you know if you live in your house for 30 years you got to replace pipes you gotta repaint the walls, (laughs) you know you essentially you got to do a roof i mean there's there's just general maintenance so i think any person over time there's going to be some damage to the to the the gi tract, and um so basically starts in the mouth, through the esophagus, goes through the stomach, and then all the way through the intestine um, is the GI tract. This is what we call the GI tract, all the way out to the other end. And um, there are cells that line the surface, sort of the inner wall of the digestive tract. And there are these particular cells that that are called uh, mucoid cells, or sometimes you might hear uh, something called a mucosal layer, which it refers to this thin layer of cells that sort of rests on the outer uh, layer of GI cells. And the main job of the these cells is to secrete what's called gastric mucus. And that sounds really gross and really I mean, I think we have an association that mucus is gross, like we know sick, we snort up a bunch of mucus and all that. I mean that you could say you're treating sick is just a result of your body's healing system uh, beginning. But uh, but the, the gastric mucus is effectively a, a barrier wall that um, is secreted by these cells in the stomach wall, these cells called epithelial cells. And it actually protects the stomach wall from the acid in the stomach. And so when these cells become damaged or compromised, that then creates that weakness in the GI tissue that I was referring to earlier. So, again, just to think about it, you've got – imagine, like, you know, it's almost like a, a wall or something, and, and, you know, the paint, you know, you can see to the visual eye, that's the mucosal layer. Imagine, like, over time, the paint on your walls is just, like, scratched off, you know, and it's not providing any kind of benefit anymore, and now you need to, you know, basically repaint your walls. How do you repaint your walls? Well, you need in, – in the, in the GI tract – how do you repaint them? Well, you, you have to heal them in order to repaint them. And one of the ways to do that is through, um, through licorice. And, you know, so you, so your listeners have heard us refer to, we keep saying DGL, DGL, DGL. What we're talking about is, uh, licorice itself. And when we say DGL, that's referring to a specific process that is done to make licorice a little bit healthier, not a little bit, make it, make it safer for, um, medicinal concentrated consumption, but licorice root on its own that has not been uh, deglyri- um you know, in a tea, if you literally chew on a licorice root, you're going to be fine. It's just when you start to concentrate it into those large levels, you know, those high amounts to make a nutritional supplement product, then you might, then we'll get into the, the deglyricinating process in just a second. But so... Literally for thousands of years, and I think you were talking about your grandmother earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if your grandmother probably would have recommended that you take licorice root when you were young, when you had a stomach upset. Does that sound familiar?
0: Very, very. Um, that was her. She, she was, they, she was kind of the the witch doctor in the family, if you will. Back yep. then, that was the terminology. Exactly. So
1: you know, licorice root's been been uh, been used for a long time. Traditional medicine. Um, Uh, European herbalism, which may or may not be, you know, your grandmother's background or traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, you know. So think about these systems, these medical systems, you know, these traditional medicine systems I just listed Chinese medicine, Indian medicine, (laughs) European herbalism. Like practically the whole world has acknowledged licorice as an amazing healing root for the stomach and for for digestion for, for thousands of years. And, um, you know, maybe your grandmother, you know, like I said, some back in the old days, people would literally just chew on licorice root itself, or you can put licorice root into hot water and, and make a tea. And that, and that was a, a very common um, dosage. And because the the amount of licorice you're consuming is relatively low when you make a tea or when, when you use it as sort of a candy or a sweetener, there's no real... Uh, concerns. Uh, but there's this compound uh, that wasn't really discovered until the 1940s when, you know, the better better living through chemistry mindset was like, hey, this licorice is pretty awesome. Like, what if you had like lots of licorice? And like, would that really like warp speed your healing? And so they started to experiment with higher concentrations of, of, of licorice and, but they, they started to notice with these really high concentrations and these kind of like almost like pharmaceutical dosage levels, they started to see really concerning um, side effects um, heart palpitations, high blood pressure, edema, et cetera. And they discovered that it was this glycerin compound that's that contained within glycerin as a. Um, a very problematic constituent. And so the decision or the, the, the sort of scientific consensus was that you they had actually discovered a means to remove uh, the glycerin, um that would then make concentrated licorice room safe for ongoing daily support. So this is really how DGL supplements came into being. So when we say DGL, we're talking about deglycerizinated licorice. OK, so they, when you see it on the package, I think you, you see it there. It's a really long word. It looks fun. This is why we say DGL. It's, it's, it's a lot easier to say. But that's what we mean when we say DGL. We hear at Enzo Medica, we joke, we say darn good licorice. as another way of thinking about it. Um, but, you know, and you heard me mention earlier that it's, it's you know, since that time period, it's, it's been all over the market. There's a couple of different brands that are well-respected brands, done it for a long time, that, that are, are, are selling a lot of DGL. But when we saw the, the need in the marketplace for a product that was, um, frankly, tasted better, because when you go back to compliance, and maybe this is the point I forgot to make when I was talking about compliance, which is if you're making this great DGL product that's a chewable wafer, and it doesn't taste very good, but it's great quality. What's going to happen is that that's where that compliance comes in because that consumer is like, oh god, I got to take my DTL, right? And there's just tends to be a slip on on that compliance over time, and the compliance drops down from 100% to five to 80 to 85, you know, 75%, where that person's just begrudgingly taking that product because they know they need to, but they don't really like it, and they might forget it sometimes. There's not as much enthusiasm behind taking it, so so that is why taste is really important for us, and that's why we decided to bring out our our stomach suit gummies, And, and I think some of the, you know, the messaging on the bottle itself, I think, hopefully, opens this up for. For people who have not yet been exposed to DGL, that's what we would like because we think that there's a lot of benefit that people could get from combining DGL with their existing digestive protocols. But you know, the Enzymatica DGL, uh, you know, has all the benefits of uh, of the DGL, of course, being uh, of licorice, but of course, being in a safe DGL form. You get 400 milligrams of DGL in, in each two gummy dose. It's about a 10 to 1, not about, it is a 10 to 1 licorice extract, which means it takes 10 pounds of licorice to make one pound of extract. So you can see that level of concentration. Um, Like I said, it took us a while to, we we had this idea several years ago, and just to be able, it's funny, you know, with all these gummies out there in the market, you'd think it'd be one, two, three to go go produce, um, you know, a novel ingredient, uh, gummy product. This is the world's first gummy DGL. Um, it's not so simple uh, to to find the, the right environment, the right constituents, the food matrix to be able to carry the DGL. Uh, you know, obviously the taste, the consistency, uh, all of those organoleptic properties um, take years and years to develop. And, and that's where we end up um, today with the DGL. You know,
0: I, I ran into someone last weekend and They've been listening to you and I through many companies over the years. They've been listening to me for 35 years. So he started using your digest goal. It completely turned his world around. And all of his lower stomach problems are now under control. But as I was talking to him, he kept kind of burping a little bit. He says, all my problem is up here now. So I sent him to go see Marge to talk to her about the DGL gummies because I figured the combination of the two would be good. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, no, I do. I do think it's a good combination because really like school I mean there's there's a lot of uh we we, we just um I don't know if we if I talked about the Ross Camp Institute uh with you before, but that's that's a uh a R&D uh, research medical research facility in Sarasota, Florida that that Medica has been affiliated with for the last, you know, 10 years. And that's where we do um the Rock camp Institute uh, is a, is a medical research facility that was that was founded by two two doctors who discovered the, the root cause of Alzheimer's so it's a pretty and they have contracts with the government we've actually done pilot studies with our telomere products um, Gulf War syndrome and through the Ross Camp Institute but, but we we brought on a, uh, a PhD from the Ross Camp Institute to head up our our uh, our scientific affairs uh, uh, at, at Enzymetica. and she is really, really intrigued about some of the downstream science that's available on Digest Gold. Um, so we know that Digest Gold, um, you know, on, on the label and what we sell it, the way we position it is a digestive enzyme product that helps you break down your food. You know, enzymes, enzymes um, are uh, protein catalysts that, that literally can, can, they're like scissors that can cut up food, break it down. Uh, but so that, that's what we do know. But what, but what we're starting to learn, and this is going to sound crazy, is that digest gold, what, what the Ross Camp Institute has been doing and our PhD has been looking at, is that digest gold seems to have a positive impact on the uh, human microbiome that continues even after stopping to take the product. Um, so this, this data isn't published yet, so I'm just sort of anecdotally sharing with you what, what we're starting to see. But the, the main takeaway is that, you know, we, we talk a lot about the functional benefits of digest cold, the ones that we can see and understand because we know that there are enzymes in there. But what we're starting to realize is that that function of breaking the food down in such a way, in such an efficient way, seems to be really nourishing the microbiota. In, in a very profound way, in an ongoing way, even after taking the product. So so there's some really, really interesting ways that Digest Gold can do more than just break down your, your current meal. And then when you think about combining a Digest Gold, which is, is working on your current meal, may have some downstream very positive effects on the microbiome, by the way. And then combine that with a product like DGL, which is, is going to be like that, uh, that, that you know, uh, reconstruction crew that's going to go into your digestive, into your GI tract and repair all that damage that's been done. It makes a lot of sense to actually combine DGL with other things. Is what I'm I thinking. thought so. Yeah. I, I,
0: I, I, I think thought that's,
1: so. yeah, yeah. And and, and I want to talk about heartburn a little bit too, when you get into making some combinations because at Enzymedica, we have a few products now to choose from and what we call like our acid you know, and, and for many years, you know, all we had was the acid soothe product, which is, um, uh, you know, it, it does have the ability to, to a certain extent, quell short-term, um, uh, you know, uh, heartburn symptoms. But it's not it's not a, a heavy, li- it's more of a long-term uh, sort of uh, prophylactic effect, the acid soothe product that we have. Uh, because it too, some of the botanicals that are contained within that are, are really geared towards soothing the, di- the, the digestive tract. Um, so the Heartburn Soothe product is directly creating a wrap in the stomach that's blocking stomach acid. So that, that is directly working on heartburn. But what it's not doing is it's not doing sort of the maintenance piece, the long-term piece.
0: Heartburn Soothe,
1: our brand-new Heartburn Soothe product, you take it, you have Heartburn, you take it, and you will have relief within minutes, pretty much guaranteed. You know, that's how that product works. But it doesn't do a whole lot for the long-term nourishment and replenishment. That's where DGL comes in. So DGL works great with our Heartburn Soothe. It works great with our Acid Soothe. Um, and we, we kind of position it as deeper support for Heartburn. It's not just that surface-level stop the, the pain, it's about really getting to the root of that damaged gut tissue. And if you can imagine me, I think, I think we all must have damaged gut tissue. So I think we could all benefit from DGL.
0: Let me ask you a quick question before we run out of time, because as always, you and I can go through this hour in like a minute. Yeah, um, that's what i How do you use it, real quick, how do you use it? Do you take it every meal? Do you take it in between meals uh, once a day, what is the best recommendation we got a couple minutes left go right ahead
1: yeah so so the best recommendation is to take um take it two gummies about 20 minutes before a meal that's Mm. that's the ideal way to take it um you know simple simple answer so if if you know if depends on the severity of your symptoms right if you are really suffering you're going to want to take it before every single meal, right if you're a person maybe like me or you I don't know whether you you know, if you have any issues or anything, but like for me, I'm like I know it's good, I know it's helping me. I'm sure I probably have some damage. I don't walk around with, you know, complaining about digestive issues necessarily, but I know it's good for me. So I'll probably take it once a day, you know, just as like sort of a maintenance dose. So I'm not I'm not taking it with every meal. I know there's a benefit to it so, I'm, so so you can approach it that way, but more from a therapeutic standpoint if you're in the midst of a of an outbreak, if you've got severe pain, if you if you know you've got damage um, to the to the GI tract, you're going to want to take it with every meal. Does, does that answer your question?
0: No, perfectly. Absolutely. No, that's great. And I'm, and I'm kind of the same way. I do take probiotics. I do take enzymes with every single meal because I have yeah, I those to... issues. I've had them a long time, but they're under control. But boy, yeah. there's certain kinds of foods that I eat that I think DGL is definitely going to be uh, in addition to those meals. Certain kinds of ethnic foods, Mexican yeah. Indian food Ooh, I'm gonna need it for yeah. that yeah <laughs> my, <laughs> my
1: my my assistant's listening to the show and she says I'm lying about how much I take because I take a lot of it I love it I I, I have to <laughs> I I what I'm, I guess my point is is that I don't necessarily take it like oh I have to take it with a meal I I because I I take it I love it I think it tastes ridiculous have you tried it Jeff I have not I can't wait yeah, you got to. I mean, uh, there's like maybe one percent of people that don't like it. I uh, we take we, you know, test, you know, shared it at the show, and I mean, people were crazy for it. I, I absolutely love it. And just so if you're like me, the most you can take is four thousand five hundred milligrams in a day. So just just know that that's the that's the top end. That's where it's no longer safe, uh, which is which would be about 10, 10 servings.
0: That's hysterical. She's catching you because she knows how much you love them. That's fantastic. <laughs> what? Isn't she great? She's like listening to me right now. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you what. This is good information. And, you know, people talk about things all the time. And, you know, thousands and thousands of radio shows that I've done. You know, this is always my favorite topic because without this in sync, without this being in balance – nothing else we do can work. Yeah, it almost doesn't matter.
1: Nothing nope. else.
0: You know, it's, it's that's the thing. And that's
1: why I, there's always going to be room for a digestive health company out there because, you know, even if you, you know, you're taking your, I mean, have you heard me say this before? Like you take your fish oil, your, your protein powder, your vitamins, you know, you take all that you need, your, Fully organic food and you can grow it yourself, but if, if you're not able to make sense of that, if your body has an enzyme deficiency, uh, if you've got years of damage from another previous lifestyle, um, you know, you're, you're going to still need to take these products even though
0: you have a healthy diet. You know, I just um, I got about less than a minute. Anything you want to say in closing about DGL?
1: It it tastes awesome. Um, Yeah, that's the main thing. Just try it. I would say, even if you've never heard of DGL before, give it a try. Come to the store. It's easy to find on the shelf. Hopefully, Marge is going to activate some of the cool, uh, you know, displays, and we have some fun, you know, uh, promotions and things like that going on out there. We've really tried that. Uh, What you'll see with the marketing on this, I'll just say, since we have a minute, is some of what ends America's new sort of philosophy of what we call happiness marketing. So we're really trying to say that, you know, your experience with food is a direct relationship to your happiness. You're, you know, you heard me mention earlier, like food is is a cultural phenomenon. You know, we celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, celebrations, uh, celebrations of life, holidays. All of these things have a relationship to food, and so life happens where food happens. And if you're suffering as it relates to your digestion, then your life is going to be suffering. And so that's why Enzymatic is here. And so that's sort of the approach we're trying to take is like, this is about creating the feelings of giving you the freedom to go live your life and, and, and do what you're, you're here to do.
0: Awesome. Paul, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. I look forward to our shows. Be well, be healthy, my friend. Yes, sir. And next show, we got to actually physically hug each other. There we go. I'll see you again <laughs> before you know it. I look forward to right. it. Be well, my friend.
1: All right. Bye.
0: My guest today, Paul Davison. Him and I have a long history together. Isn't he great? He talks about things in a really fun way. And you know what? You know, like their happiness campaign we do center food around happiness. So I think we need to center our nutrition around making us healthier and happier as well. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, celebrating their their 38th anniversary this month. How incredible is that? You know, we wish them and thank them the best every single day for what they have done, what they are doing and what they will do for us moving down the road it makes sense to patronize a company and a business that goes the extra mile full service a fully packed full service store in the middle of a self-service world stay healthy health food store 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Schedule mail order services or have them get everything together for you on those busy days. You could just swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way. They'll gladly work with you. When you go to Stay Healthy, you're going to notice something you might never have seen before. Number one, a full-service environment. Number two, an environment that welcomes you and brings you in and answers your questions and have they're open to questions and dialogue and conversations. And because they carry only the best of the best, you're never going to have a problem. They're always going to be there to work with you. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, where you can print a coupon to use in the store, enter your email address for future newsletters, or listen to any of the radio show on-demand podcasts that are there. StayHealthyLasVegas.com, StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Check out the everyday low prices on enzymetica products, their enzymes, and all their great products. And don't forget, it's time to try the DGL gummies, the DGL Stomach Soothing Gummies Chocolate Flavor. I can't wait to try them. I need them, especially for certain kinds of foods. Uh, so definitely keep them in mind. Have a great day, everyone. A gastric wonderfully day, if you will. Be well. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy radio show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guest in the industry helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.